Hello there. Mm, I got some Tigger in here. Are you sure you wouldn't like some, bitch? Uh, y- yeah, yes, I- I'm sure. Nobody says no to poo. You know what I could do to you, Christopher Robin? I'm stronger than you. Oh, you're crazy. Crazy for that brain of yours, maybe? Maybe a nice smacker of your frontal lobe. Poo. God, you're getting honey all over me. Yes, I know. I'm marinating you, Christopher Robin. I can't wait to be stuffed with fluff and brains. The thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Gardenbeck. I'm Alex Gorley. And these are our thoughts. Hello and welcome, Kyrgyzstan. We appreciate the viewership. Tonight on Serverless Thoughts, uh, we are going to be talking about what, Alex? What are we talking about tonight? We're talking about money, greed, power, murder in the world of deception that is Winnie the Pooh. What? That sounds wild, man. Yeah, man. I, I never knew that he was... So corrupt. <laughs> I don't know if it's that bad, but uh, uh, it, it sounded good, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just if you've ever seen it, you've just scratched the surface, my friend. I've been in the basement drinking nothing but coffee for the past three days with pictures and bailing twine and the cork boards everywhere. <laughs> that sounds intense, man. Yeah. Uh, so is that why we're drinking honey tonight? That is exactly why we're drinking honey tonight. Okay. Because <laughs> Boo loves his honey. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, honey liquor. Honey liquor. What kind of honey liquor are you drinking? So I actually was looking. Like, I swear I thought I had half a shot at least of when we did the uh, whiskey gauntlet. When yeah. We were doing the. Uh, Cause there was one, there was a couple that I was just like, took like half shots of, and I swear, I thought there was a honey whiskey in there. And I was like, Oh, sweet. Thank God I saved that. I don't know where I can't find it. So I actually got a bottle of doers Highlander honey doers being scotch and it's doers blended scotch whiskey infused with natural flavors filtered through Oak cast wood. It's 40% alcohol. Uh, so yeah, doers is like, you know, like a, pretty solid everyday drinker everyday scotch drinkers it's nothing like blow you out of the water kind of thing but i just don't see scotch drinkers drinking something with like extra flavor right like this isn't burnett's vodka and we're not in college like these are like guys that or girls whatever or they's thems whatever that drink this stuff they want that's that scotch flavor. They don't want scotch flavored honey, you know? So there's probably a reason why this sat in the liquor cabinet and they gave it to me. So that's what I'm drinking. Never had it before. And it's been in, I've had it probably for five or six years. <laughs> All right. Well, you're drinking that. I'm drinking uh, Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey, which uh, we've talked about on the podcast already before. And I had a bottle of that right in my vast collection of liquor bottles i have over here 
So let's try these and see how it goes. Oh, cheers. forgot that was scotch <laughs> until right after i got done swallowing it does it have that burn like that burn scotch burn the campfire does it taste like somebody took a beehive and threw it on a campfire <laughs> kind of it tastes like uh it's leathery it's like <laughs> leather like honey soaked yeah, yeah, honey soaked leather. Mm. Well, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> Tastes like they threw, they dipped Winnie the Pooh in honey and threw him into a tire fire Ugh. and poured whiskey over top of it. Mm. See, I was picturing Winnie the Pooh in like chaps and like assless chaps. And one of those bars. <laughs> Getting some stuffing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Needed just a little bit more filling. Mm. Second taste was better. I'm, I was mentally prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Scots know how to do it. Yeah. The Tennessee honey, uh, Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey tastes all like it always does. Delicious. Yeah. And nutritious. I just, I think I don't get me wrong. I, I get it. Scotch. I do like scotch, but I got to be prepared for it. I was not prepared for that at all. I kind of forgot what scotch tasted like. It's been so long. And it's only 40%. You're acting like you just got fucking slammed with a hundred proofer. No, I mean it's eighty proof. Yeah. Um, no, I know it's the it's the burn and it's the uh, the the smoky peaty. It's not real bad smoky. I gotta say, but it's definitely. I don't know. It's different. I it, it I <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> It's just, I don't know. It's just been so long since I've had scotch is what it's like. That I'm really like, my brain's like fried now. Like, holy crap. I don't like, I haven't drank scotch in like at least. Oh my God. When did we do the uh, Freemasons? The Freemasons. It's been a while, man. It's been a long time. Yeah. I might've drank scotch one time since then, but it wasn't near as good as that scotch. I was just out with the Freemason Saturday night. Really? Yeah. And he brought that up. He's like, because I was talk, I was out with a couple. I was out with him, and I was out with Michael Reimer and a couple other guys. Yeah. And uh, and my dad was out. Yeah. And I was trying to talk my dad into being on a podcast, <laughs> maybe like with your dad for Father's Day or something. And he's like, Yeah. He's like, I don't even. I don't even know his dad. <laughs> I'm like, I, I know you don't know his dad. That's not the point. The point is, yeah, we're not setting you all up on a date here. We're just talking right. about four guys hanging out and talking. <laughs> right. Like, geez. He's like, well, I don't know what I'd talk about. I'm like, well, what do you like to talk about? He's like, the only thing I like to talk about is fishing. I'm like, we well, can talk about fishing. Shit. Yeah. Okay. We, my dad's got fishing stories. Yeah. Let's talk about this Winnie, Winnie the Pooh conspiracy. So I've got a, I've got a couple. Uh, first of all, let, let's give a little backstory for all the people out there. Cause I got to be honest, I haven't watched Winnie the Pooh in years. Uh, and you don't put that on for your baby boy? Not yet. Uh, so let's give you a, so let's refresh everybody of Winnie the Pooh. All right. So Winnie the Pooh is a kid's story about a little boy named Christopher Robin. He has a, a stuffed animal that's his favorite named Winnie the Pooh, who also has a treasure trove of little animal stuffed animal friends. And they are uh, Tigger, Rabbit, Owl. Why did I write Abbott? Rabbit twice. No, Piglet. Oh, my God. I can't read my handwriting. So, Pooh, Tigger, Piglet, Owl, Rabbit, Eeyore, um, Kanga, and Roo. That's the main ones. Who was your favorite out of all those? Honestly, I think as a kid, it was probably Tigger or Pooh. Yeah. My least favorite was always Rabbit. I'm like, you're such a crabby old man. See, I was never a big fan of Eeyore. Uh, I can't remember if I said that or not, but yeah, Eeyore. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, I can't look at Eeyore without this 
this happening. So I've got to say it and get it out of my brain before we dive into this. So there was a time that I was dating this girl who was a very dry person, dry sense of humor, very intellectual, but very like dreary type of personality. Honestly, I don't even know how we got together. Uh, my parents nicknamed her Sunshine. And if you knew my parents, they say a lot of <laughs> shit ironically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see yeah, that. They definitely nicknamed her Sunshine because her sunny disposition. They should have called her Bright Side. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, it was just like, I don't know how we ended up. Like, it was like we got together. Like, she put a persona about her. And then once we started dating, that all faded away and the truth of the matter came to light. Uh, just not very socially aware type person. Like I said, very dry. Uh, you know, I don't know. But so I remember me and her. At, Is this the girl that your cousin was like, I don't like her. Yeah. Like in front of her. Like, yeah. Met her, looked at me. and was like, I don't like her and just walked away. Yeah, that was that one. I was like, hey, that should have been a red flag because I should have looked at him like, you have to be a shitty, shitty person for any family member to say that not only to me, but to your face. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible person. Toxic relationship. Um, it was horrific. Uh, but there was one time we had this discussion and she goes, if I was a Winnie the Pooh character, which one would I be? And I looked her dead in her face. I said, you'd be Eeyore. Well, yeah, she knew and, that. Come on. Well, here's the, all right. So, you know, what her response was, why does everyone keep saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to break it to her. Like, gee, we're like the last in a long list of people who have already told her that. Oh, yes. I'm sure there have been many people that have continued to tell her that. Um, like, <sighs> yeah, it, it was that whole. Yeah. Anyway, it just was a terrible thing from the beginning. Uh, but yeah, I just can't help. Every time I see Eeyore, I think of her and skunks for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why I'm breaking all this up, but I remember one time we drove by a dead skunk and she goes, you know, this is going to sound weird, but I love the smell of a dead skunk. That's a horrible. Yeah. I was like, who, who the fuck, you know what skunks smell that way is to, to deter other animals. Yeah. And you're over here like, let me get some more of that. Mm. Yeah. They should have found some like skunk spray. And just wore it as cologne for. I probably it probably would have made her happier. Uh, or just smoked a lot of weed before you went over and hung out with her. I did. She didn't like it. Uh, no. <laughs> How it's the same same thing. Yeah. Same mm. smell. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, depending uh, on your weed, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> Actually, no. She she didn't like. I, I got to be honest. Like at the time, I. I used to, that was like when I was like, I used to smoke cigarettes and that was when I was quitting. So every once in a while I would have one and then she would be able to tell, she goes, your, your breath just tastes sour. I'm like, I've had one cigarette in like five days. I was like, and it was just like, I don't know, a whole thing. All right. 
So all right, dude, Winnie the Pooh. We got it. We have we've got to get on this. Right. I've sorry. I, I apparently I needed my therapy session this evening, and I just had to let that out. All right. So recap. Uh, Christopher Robin was a little kid in the TV show slash books that has imaginary friends. Uh, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. He's a Pooh Bear. Uh, Tigger, Piglet, Owl, Rabbit. Eeyore, uh, Kanga, and Rue. And they have little adventures together and they all live in the hundred acre forest where they all kind of where all the characters live, not Christopher Robin. Um, and they go on all these wonderful things. There's been movies about it. Apparently, Disney owns Winnie the Pooh, if you haven't heard about it, and they make roughly about three billion dollars a year off of it. Off of so, just Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, just Winnie the Pooh. It's like three billion out of like their ten the ten billion they make or whatever. Like, and that's maybe it's fifteen billion. I can't remember. They make an insane amount of money, and like a chunk of it is Winnie the Pooh. The rest is like Star Wars and Disney princesses and all that. But like some of their all the Marvel movies, all the Marvel movies. Like there is, you know. There's an unspoken, <laughs> I don't know if it's unspoken, but there is a foundation of Winnie the Pooh in there. Wow. Um, so the origin story of Winnie the Pooh actually came to be because the main character, Christopher Robin, was a real person. Oh, okay. So his name was Christopher Robin Maline, or Malin. Um, and basically, he was born August 21st, 1920 to a uh, Dorothy and Alan Alexander Malin. Um, and basically, Christopher Robin, the original, the OG, uh, got a, a bear on his first birthday. And can you guess what he named that bear? Winnie the Pooh. Edward. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> ah, so close. I know, right? Uh, so he named it Edward. And on his ninth birthday, they went to go see a Canadian black bear that was in the zoo. Uh, by the way, they lived in Chelsea, London. So they went to, I guess, close to Chelsea, London, to the zoo. And they had a Canadian black bear that its name was Winnipeg or Winnie for short. And this thing was like a little bit of a mascot because it was like during the the first world war kind of thing. Christopher Robin decided to rename its teddy bear Winnie. Mm, and they, okay. the, the story goes that they went on a family vacation soon after that. And there was a swan who everyone called Pooh. So that's where Winnie the Pooh came from. And here's part of the story I left out, but his father, Alan Alexander uh, Malign, that's what it is. Malign. Or Malin, um, he was a writer, and basically the first time that he wrote about Winnie the Pooh, which is the author of Winnie the Pooh, um, in like a short story poem, he actually talked about a swan named Pooh, but a teddy bear named Pooh. So that's where they all think the Pooh came from. <laughs> In the hundred acre wood where 
Christopher's childhood days A donkey named Eel is his friend And Kanga and Little Woo And Tigger too There's Rabbit and Piglet And there's Owl But most of all Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Tubby Little Cubby all stuffed with Fluffy Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, well a nilly silly old bear. Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Tuffy little cubby all stuffed with fluffies. Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, well a nilly silly old bear. And here's where it gets a little bit sad. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna serverless thoughts this because I didn't write all this down like I normally do because I figured fuck it, I'm gonna do it right this episode. Uh, who needs factual information when I got my memory? Uh, so exactly, exactly. That's what this podcast is about. If you didn't already know. All right. So Christopher Robin basically grew up with his father riding Winnie the Pooh. Now what happened is his father would kind of watch his son like play and like follow him around and kind of see what kind of games him and his Winnie the Pooh would play. And also, by the way, as the years went along, he got new stuffed animals. So he had a bear, um, he had a kangaroo, he had a, uh, a donkey and I think piglet. And so basically most of the characters, except for rabbit and owl came from, his son, Christopher Robin of what he like played with. And actually for everyone listening, you can go to the New York library and the original toys that this kid played with that became Winnie the Pooh are still there. Oh, wow. And they okay. look creepy and old as shit, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and a tiger too. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think there's a little tiger in there. Uh, and the funny thing is this was like, one of the things some people said the reason it was called Winnie the Pooh is because the toy smelled like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they called it Winnie the Pooh. I forgot to mention that one. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, but they said, but they really think it's from the swan thing, but I like that better because it makes more sense. Like if it was in my family, I'm like, man, that kid will not let that teddy bear go. It smells like shit smells like oh hey kid hey it smells like poo yeah it's winnie well it's winnie the poo (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah anyway so his dad starts writing these uh stories and he's putting them in newspapers and he's writing like little books and little poems and uh stuff like that Uh, as it kind of goes along like he's He's like I said, he's watching his kid. He's like seeing all the games they play. He's writing about it. They actually get a vacation house. I think it was 1925. And it was five. It was called the 500, the 500 acres woods. And they live in the hundred acres woods is Winnie the Pooh. So basically the guy just took the 500 acres and condensed it down to 100. And in some of the original stories, some of the pictures that were in there, they actually had artists go to that vacation house and draw the location. So the locations are real. Wow. So literally this guy is like, I don't want to say plagiarizing, but he's elaborating on his kid's childhood. Right. Yeah. So 
things get progressively good for them. And I think they eventually get some kind of signing deal where, I, if I can remember right, he gets like a thousand dollars like in hand and he gets residual royalties off of Winnie the Pooh. So he sells it to a company who will then start kind of producing these stories in like a little bit more mass. Well, this actually gives Christopher Robin, the kid, uh, immense popularity and fame. But it gets out of hand to the point where he becomes one of the most famous kids in the world, second to children of royalty. Oh, wow. Like he can't go anywhere with everyone not knowing exactly who he is because Winnie the Pooh is starting to be just get more popular and popular and stuff like that. And it actually has become a big issue for him. And he, um, he gets picked on because of it. Like everyone makes fun of him because he's like, Oh, you're playing with all these toys. He, they said he, he said about it himself that he would pretend to be dumb or dim witted is what he called it. But he could do like, I don't know. It seemed, it seemed wild. He, he could do complex math equations, but he, he had issues focusing in and doing simple ones. So it's like he could do these complex things as a kid, but anything simple, it was like, it just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't strike his fancy. So he just didn't care. Um, but anyway, uh, but yeah, so it went from everything to like his cousin would trap him in a tree and let other kids throw rocks at him and make fun of Jesus. Him. Yeah. I mean, it was like traumatizing shit where it's like, you got the whole world knowing who you are and everyone's making fun of you, especially like think about it. Like in today's horrific society, like, you know, if you had some kid's story about you having imaginary friends of like, you know, your stuffed animals. Yeah. How God awful ruthless would those kids be as you went through elementary school, middle school, high school, like just the God out, like people would say, like, are you still playing with those dolls? All right, whatever. Like, you know, like everybody would be saying something towards you. And that's kind of what happened to the guy. So he eventually started to resent the shit out of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I bet. I know eventually he graduated high school. I think he went to Cambridge. Is that what it was? And then he actually got drafted in, or he went into the military, went there. Was it during the, yeah, it would have been the first world war. Right. What years? What, what year was the first world war? I'm going blank on my head here. It was like 20s, like, uh, like 18 to 20, uh, So it would have been the second world war because it would have been like 40s, right? 1918 around there is when the first world war was. So it would have been the second. So he went to the military. He actually got discharged and then finished at Cambridge and then opened up his own bookshop. Uh, he also married his girlfriend, which was his first cousin. Oh, yeah, man. Which his mother did not approve of the marriage, apparently. Not because it's his first cousin, but because she didn't have a good relationship with her father, a.k.a. his mom's brother, a.k.a. his uncle. <laughs> right. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> And during this time also, um, I don't know, I don't know the exact date, but I know they eventually sold this to Disney and that's when the whole red shirt, Winnie the Pooh that we all know and love actually became who it is. 
So yeah, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Um, so yeah, so at some time, 50s, 60s, maybe, I don't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, the, they sold it to the Disney Corporation. Uh, <clears throat> but about Chris Robin, the person, he uh, married his first cousin. They opened a bookshop without the royalties of Winnie the Pooh. He did not have a great relationship with his parents. They... Uh, basically, his dad did end up getting on his deathbed, and he started talking to him, went and visited him, and then his dad passed away, and then he basically didn't talk to his mom for like 15 years. And a lot of that was because he had so much resentment towards his parents because apparently like, they had a nanny that basically raised him. They didn't have a whole bunch to do with him. And he felt like his whole, like he blamed his father. He goes, you robbed my childhood, essentially. Like you made me famous without my consent. Like I hadn't, I didn't want anything to do with this. And you, you know, showed the world, like you basically had nothing without me because without my childhood, you would have had nothing to write about yeah. and really held it against them. So like they didn't, he didn't really have a good relationship with his parents. So like I said, like he, they were vaguely talking his dad started to go down talk to him a little bit after he passed away 15 years went no communication with his mother and then finally i guess they broke the silence but on her deathbed he requested to see her and she refused it which <laughs> okay. is cold-blooded yeah so yeah. the backstory of this is effing crazy right i have no son Right, right, yeah. If he doesn't love Winnie the Pooh, I don't got one. Everyone loves Winnie the Pooh. Um, so yeah, everyone in the world loves that. Isn't that kind of fucked up though? Everyone loves Winnie the Pooh, but you, the person who it's about. A Pooh Bear takes care of his tummy. He fills it with things that are sweet. A Pooh Bear takes care of his tummy by never forgetting to eat. When it is growly and blowy, the search for the honey is on. The Pooh has a knack for finding a snack unless all the honey is gone. A poo bear takes care of his tummy No need for the tummy to fret A poo bear takes care of his tummy He knows what his tummy must get Don't worry my round little chummy I'm hearing your ravenous plea When there is no honey The poo takes the tummy Wherever the honey will be My friends are out there With honey to spare And they will take care of my tummy Winnie the Pooh. Let's talk about some of the crazy shit. So the one thing, like, I didn't realize how many people have covered this subject until I started diving into it. And this is, so this one I'm about to tell you is the most probably covered. And if you look up Winnie the Pooh conspiracy, this is what it's going to say. So basically there was a study done, I think in Canada, where a bunch of psychologists actually looked at Winnie the Pooh and they broke down all the characters and what they realized is, so this is like a conspiracy slash, there's some backing to it, that all the characters represent mental disorders. Really? Okay. So 
basically you have Winnie the Pooh who has impulse control problems and slash eating disorder, gluttony, that kind of thing. The guy can't say no when it's honey, he can't stop. He never not in like, if you give him honey, he eats it right then. Like he can't stop himself. Like no self-control at all. Right. Right. So you can almost say borderline addiction. Like he's addicted to honey. Right. Oh, for sure. He's Uh, addicted to honey. Yeah. I mean, that stuff is like royal honey you get at the gas station. Go try. (laughs) Uh, It's it's like an issue. Like he will do anything for honey. Uh, it's it's crazy, right? So then you got like one of my favorite characters, Tigger. Uh, he is ADHD. He is a attention deficit disorder, hyper t- d- disorder, attention deficit hyper disorder. He can't stay still. He's constantly like flip, 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 flip. He's all over the place. He can't. He just can't focus in on anything. Then you got like Piglet. <laughs> Piglet is basically anxiety in body. It, she, he, whatever, is afraid of everything. Like the world falling. Like every time they go outside, there is a fear and it is anxiety embodied and they can't get away from it. Then you got Rabbit. Rabbit is to the book, has to do things by the rules, has to do everything in order. They have checklists, and that's basic classic OCD, obsessive compulsive oh, yeah. disorder. Now, the one that is the most like, duh, Eeyore. Eeyore is depression. The dude eats thistles and lives out in like a bag of sticks. Dude, he is depressed. He is clinically depressed, right? Oak thistles. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then, like, I've noticed every time they talk about this, they never talk about some of the other characters. Now, some, like, these are the classic characters, and they don't talk about, uh, was it Kanga or Rue? But you could also put in the thing, like, because, you know, Kanga is actually like a loving mother, and Rue is very, like, embodies innocence, right? Which could be part of this next disorder because. If you think about it, these are all imaginary friends of Christopher Robin, and Christopher Robin is suffering from extreme schizophrenia because, like, kids have imaginary friends, especially when they deal with trauma, to deal, like, have an embodiment of whatever's happened to them. But to have something this elaborate to this scale with this many characteristics is like classic schizophrenia. So kangaroo would be like the more like his mother's maybe like influence on him in the innocence of him as a child. And then you have all these other things that he's dealing with, with depression, OCD, ADHD, anxiety, and compulsive disorder. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Just flip that shit on you, didn't I? <laughs> Did the real Christopher Robin have schizophrenia? No. Uh, he just had resentment for Winnie the Pooh. He just hated this shit. Um, Maybe he was mad a- because uh, it made him out to be a schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could be. I mean, like it, like I said, this is like clinical psychologists that looked at this and like, dude, every single one of these is now granted it it could have just been the ideologies of 
whoever was making the TV shows and whatnot that like, look, that we gotta yeah take a character and you gotta blow them up, but you're basically representing all the mental disorders, like all the the you know the mundane ones without going crazy psycho, which we'll get there. Um, but yeah, so that was like so that's the big one. Like if you look up or Google or YouTube anything, it's all about these mental disorders and how Winnie the Pooh is that. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So how does that make you feel? So you're so you're a tigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you used to date an Eeyore. Yes. What would you consider your wife now? Uh, I would have to say my wife's definitely a Kanga. I was going to say that just so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not even trying to just not get in trouble. Like she's a hundred percent Kanga. No, no, I was actually, that's actually the first thing I was thinking of, but I was like, is she anything else? I feel like I'm, Oh, Al. Oh my God. I forgot about Al. Uh, the yeah. owl, the owl is, um, so the owl could be two different things. I've seen air, like an arrogance, like, um, oh, what is it? Narcissism. But I've also seen a lot of people say he is dyslexia. So I'm dyslexic. And the reason they say dyslexic, because there's a lot of movies and stuff like that, where like, for instance, he's reading a map. And he thought it said like school or some shit like that, but it actually said skull. And every time he reads a sign, it's not what he read. Huh? So uh, in all honesty, I am dyslexic. Uh, so yeah, I'm thinking I'm, I'm Alan Tigger mixed together. And I feel like most people are, if I had to put two things together. Uh, but dude, I was, that sounds like a fantastic character like for like something that we could write in the future or where we have like this wise old man who's never correct. (laughs) He's always just, he's always just a little bit off. Like you, we like the character, the main character, the main character looks at this guy as like the wise older man who's like is leading him down the path, but he's always just a little bit off center. Like, yeah, I like that. He's almost profane. Like he's just almost like, he's almost like, like a Kung Fu master. Like those who throw rocks in glass houses should learn how to push a broom. Like what? (laughs) <laughs> like one of those <laughs> yeah man oh, that would be fun where it's like it's not wrong but that sure as shit ain't right yeah um, but yeah yeah <laughs> thank you wise one <laughs> right yeah thank you um, no but I like that the profound one that is almost right uh that's a good character. That is an amazing character. But yeah, no, no. Uh, to my wife, for sure. Like Kanga, I feel like Kanga, she might have, a, I feel like with certain things, she could get a little OCD and maybe even a little piglet, a little, a little anxious about. Definitely Kanga. Yeah. We have an app we have to fill out with our kids, like meal plan. And if I'm not on it, she gets on me. 
Uh, I think I am the uh, older wise man who's just a little bit off. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's me. I think that's, that's who I would be. Right. I'm either that or I'm a schizophrenic Christopher Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't I'm, really have any addictions. I'm, definitely, uh, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not, I don't have ADHD. I'm not depressed. Oh, I'm have. not innocent. I feel like the weird thing is the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I feel like I have all these. Uh, I don't have OCD. I feel like I only see that's one thing. I only have OCD with certain things, but it's like I can't if I learn a certain way of doing something, I have to do it that way. Um, yeah, anxiety, sure. ADHD for sure. Dyslexia, yeah. Depression, only in the mornings. Uh, eating disorder, impulse control. I don't know. I'm I basically co-host a podcast called Soberless Thoughts, and I drink constantly. So I don't know. Probably not that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not that definitely not that winnie the pooh let's get this let's get this done i got a couple more for you and then we'll get out of here even though we haven't talked about it that much all right so here's a crazy one gonna fix you up by the time we're through i'll be ticker one you'll be ticker two it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's gonna be great gonna be two pals hunting in the woods and a show that bets and we got the goods it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's gonna be great well, oh sure. stop that gloomy rumination all you need is a little bit of tigerization wait why wait to just see it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's gonna be great oh you're looking great tigger too now you gotta learn to bounce like a tigger when you learn to bounce, you should take it slow. So I want you to keep your bouncing slow. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Oh! If you hit a bush or a tree, you'll fall. So do your best to avoid them all. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Oh! A perfect bounce will make you feel alive. Just go from a squat into a headlong dive. Oh, oh, oh. You're getting it now. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Isn't this super duper fun? Two tigers here together. I used to be the only one, but two is twice as better. <laughs> Are you ready for what? I'll be the back and you be the tigger. Gonna see whose bumps is bigger. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. You're gonna give me your best attack But don't you think that I won't fight back It's gonna be great, it's gonna Whoa. be great It's gonna be great Whoa. Strike me down, give me all you got Bounce me, trounce me, flounce me, pounce me Do it, do it, do it It's gonna be great, it's gonna be great It's gonna be great Here's, here's the more in-depth one that I feel like some Winnie the Pooh nerd who's way past his prime had to research this shit. I found it on Reddit. It's called Game Theorist. Um, and it is the murderous world of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. True crime. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, 
what this deals with is it. Oh man, this is going to be hard to explain. Um, so in like one of the movies, Tigger has a tiger skin rug in his house. Right. And they go, and it was the episode slash movie where the Winnie the Pooh characters are trying to find Tigger's family. Okay. So they're trying to figure out like where his family is, where they come from. He like, he doesn't know about it, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So it, basically this, this rug had been in his house, like his whole childhood, that kind of thing. And the rug is made from like tiger skin pattern. That's, that's the weirdest part. Okay. They say like, could someone have made it for him? Maybe Kanga. Um, because she knits all the time and that kind of thing. And they realized they know it would have taken a year to do that. And in the land of Winnie the Pooh, they've only had one Christmas, one Halloween, one Thanksgiving, and that's it. Right. So it's only been like a year since they've all been together. So that couldn't have happened. Well, then now they're trying to figure out like where the hell this kangaroo thing comes from. All right. So I'm going to pause right there. And now we're going to talk about a different character. Okay. Cause they're trying to figure out like where that is. So piglet, there's an episode where piglet goes and it might've been early stories or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but piglet goes back to the land of milk and honey where his basically his, um, I'm going to say race, but his people, whatever rule. Okay. Yeah. And he's the biggest one out of them. And essentially he becomes a dictator. Like he becomes the all powerful leader. Um, like with his, he becomes like the, I don't know, was some sort of King's best friend at his side. Like, he it basically becomes Piglet's kingdom, and it's all people that look just like him, but he's the biggest one, which he's always small and everything else. So it kind of leads you to believe that he might have actually been royalty, and he's the biggest one because he'd been fed the most. So, okay. so I'm, I know I'm kind of getting all over the place with this, right? So basically, he goes there, he becomes like a ruler, and in the same day, he leaves. Uh, he kind of like helps them out. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. I've got the thing pulled up here <laughs> and I'm trying to like summarize this for you. Um, but he basically leaves, tries to help them like get more honey. And I think he even uh, brings them this like coil thing that helps them get honey. And he actually receives it from Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh actually had this thing goes here, give it this to him, right? So he brings it back. He gives it to him. All of a sudden, the land of milk and honey is flowing again, that kind of thing, right? Here's the backstory to some of this episode, which I'm kind of, like I said, I'm summarizing uh, as best as I can. The theory is that Piglet is originally royalty, right? And it's it's civilization ran out of milk and honey because of this coil. It was like part of a statue. It's what flowed out of the kingdom. 
it was the thing that gave them all the milk and honey and what they all ate. So something took the coil from the land because Piglet was failing as an emperor. It left to go to another land, which is the hundred acres forest, because that's where they had like a secret, like vacation spot where then he then stayed. And actually, if you look at the hundred acre vacation spot, Piglet's house is the biggest one. Now he stayed there for so long that all the old civilization that he left behind died off. So no one remembers him as the King. So when he goes back, He's the biggest one because he's been fed the most and, you know, bred to his fullest potential kind of thing. That being said, uh, here's where it gets crazy. Winnie the Pooh. Okay. He loves honey. He's obsessed with it. Like he will do anything in his power to get honey. He will lie. He will cheat. He will steal. He will murder to get honey. He has impulse control problems. We've already de- determined this, right? So it right. it begs the chance because um, Piglet comes after all the characters are already there. But there was an argument that Winnie the Pooh found the land of milk and honey because if you actually look at Winnie the Pooh's house, he always has honey and he's eating it. And he's always bumming it off all the other characters. But where did you get all the honey in your house? So the theory is he stole the coil from the land of milk and honey and has been like siphoning it off and stealing it from these people and essentially starving them out. (laughs) Because, Because he loves honey. So he is like basically keeping it all to himself and he stole this. And because he stole it, Piglet had to leave because his whole kingdom was dying. So he left and now he's over here. Now here's where it gets crazy. Everyone eats honey in all of these things. And here's where it gets dark. Tigger's mom and dad, you never hear about his dad, but you hear about his mother. Um, also, all of them ate honey. During this time period, Tigger has talked about his mom. And the argument is that once Winnie the Pooh stole the coil, there was no more honey. And it was like basically everyone was starving trying to figure out what they're going to eat. And in the in the kingdom, the animal kingdom, if lions or tigers, I'm sorry, if tigers are starving, they will eat each other and they don't like it. So what they think has happened is Tigger ate his mother and then made a rug out of her and just has lied about it ever since. That's fucked up. Yeah. And it's all because Winnie the Pooh is essentially like, and he's like killed a whole civilization. Like he doesn't care, has no remorse. <laughs> he has eaten everything out of this damn kingdom, all because of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, so there's no good guys here. No, not at all. And then Chris, Rob, and everybody else came later, and they're just oblivious to what the horrific travesties that were the Winnie the Pooh 
Piglet and Tigger thing going on. Like you yeah. got a king. So the whole backstory. Right, like the king left because he can't help and he knew he couldn't. He's just going to let them all rot. And Winnie the Pooh's the thief slash murderer that killed this whole civilization. And Tigger just did what he had to do and he just doesn't talk about it and he's in denial. That's really, it's really messed up that he's got a tiger rug in his living room. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so here's the one that has, which I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to take this. This next one is what got me onto this. And I, I've read this elsewhere, but it was like one person in particular, which I'm going to give them credit. Okay. It was a TikToker, but they wrote, they, they actually drew a drawing that has horrified me and I can't stop thinking about it every time <laughs> I see Winnie the Pooh. Okay. And I'm going to put it on ours because I've ripped the photo off of TikTok, but I'm going to give them credit because the tag name is soft boy serial killer. And their name is Ashton. Basically she is a 24. This is their TikTok tag thing. 24 year old lesbian artist loves horror fashion, etc. No spam liking, please. Right. So basically as she puts it, she had like some kind of, uh, but like I said, I, I swear I've heard this before, but she's kind of elaborate on it. So she had some kind of college thing where she made, she's like an artist who had to do a, like take something innocent and turn it into something horrific. Right. And this is one that, like I said, I kind of read a little bit out of other people saying certain things, but they think that Christopher Robin one, you know, these are all his um, make believe friends, but yeah. What if Christopher Robin is a, essentially a psychotic schizophrenic sociopathic killer and all the characters aren't actual stuffed animals but of children of the local villages and and they like the personalities of those children are the ones seeping through and he's romanticizing them as these characters as he's torturing them and he's leaving and he's basically keeping them in the woods yeah, this is the one that's going to like, if this doesn't ruin it, nothing will. Um, and <sighs> basically the picture she shows that she drew was like, I'm trying to think of all of them. Like they all have like creepy masks on. Like I said, I'm going to post this on serverless thoughts. I'll probably put a trigger warning and then post that one after that, but I'm going to give her as much credit as I can off our podcast. But um like the rabbit has a rabbit face on and like it's the one trying to help everyone out tigger only has one leg and that's why he's hopping through the forest and they're all like chained together um because christopher robin chops his fucking leg off yeah yeah it's yeah uh eeyore is basically dying of uh blood loss and that's why he's sad because he knows he's going to die. So he's just basically a torso being dragged through the woods. Oh my God. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's just so fucking horrific, I guess. And I'm like, God damn, I can't believe it. And like, 
you know, Piglet is just like this little girl with like a pig mask on. She's freaking out, which who the fuck wouldn't? And then right, like right. Winnie the Pooh is like the fat kid that they just like he keeps like shoving honey down its throat and he's like prancing through the forest and all this shit like that. So yeah, so Chris Robin is a serial killer. Uh by the way, not to be confused with the actual Christopher Robin, that is an actual serial killer from Australia. Not the one who had uh, his own bookstore that this is all no, named after. It's not even that fucking guy. And yeah, there, dude, there was a guy who had like dismembered women, like two or three, four, five, ten women or some crazy shit. I can't remember um, whose name was like Christopher Robbins something. I don't remember his last name. And I was like, yeah, he's probably fucking like killing people because everybody made fun of him for having the name Christopher fucking Robin. Uh, the guy's out yeah. of his fucking mind. He's probably heard I think it all. Every, Christ- every Christopher I know, his middle name is Robin. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, at, least, at least should be. Right. But yeah, so that was the one that like every, I showed my wife that picture and she goes, that's horrifying. And I'm like, I know. I can't stop seeing it. We have little dolls of Wendy the Pooh and all the characters, and all I can think is that damn picture. So it's like little kids, but with the ma- like their characters' masks on. Yeah, basically. Did you ever see uh, the boy with the? Ah, oh, damn it! There's a horror movie back in the day, like the boy with the pig mask or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's a it's a cartoon drawing of like basically Christopher Robin with a bunch of kids chained up behind him with like chain collars on. And each one of them is representative of each of the characters with a rabbit and a pig and all that stuff on it, which is very still serial killer esque. You're like, "Mm, I can see that happening. And then, you know, he's just Mm. having a grand old time in his crazy dysphoria in the middle of uh, the hundred woods forest. Right, right, man. What's this uh, TikToker's handle? Once again, see, I don't know. It's either Soft Boiser Illa Killer, which is probably not, but it looks like Soft Boy B O I Serial Killer. <laughs> and they are definitely a artist with tons of dark, gloomy, creepy, that kind of thing. And like I said, I'll I'll throw it on there. Mm. But yeah, but yeah, they yeah, drew. Yeah. They drew it. Can't and, wait to go home and or go. Ahead. I can't wait to go read some Winnie the Pooh now. After all that, I'm, I know, right? You're gonna have so many things flowing through your head. You're like, ah, damn, mental disorders. Ah, damn, serial killers. Ah, damn. Uh, it's all, <laughs> it's all a pyramid scheme to get honey. What the fuck? <laughs> right. Yeah. But it works. It works. It works for soberless thoughts. It works. But yeah, that's all. That's what I've dug up about Winnie the Pooh. Dude, that's yeah, that's scary. That's some scary stuff, man. I don't I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was kind of like, I was trying to decide. I was like, should I wait for Halloween? No, I'm going to do this now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how to survive <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> it's cold out. There's, it's like, we still in the time of the year where it's dark more than it is light out. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time for some creepy shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, 
Winnie the Pooh. Yep. Winnie the Pooh creeps me out now. I can't ever read it or look at it again. Yeah, you're the same. You're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, so next week we'll be talking about uh, St. Patrick's Day. Ooh. It'll be it'll come out just a few days before St. Patrick's Day, so everybody will get their St. Patrick's Day fix in leading up to St. Patrick's Day. <gasps> Hell yes. So in the meantime, uh, look for that creepy artwork on our Instagram page at serverless thoughts uh, find all kinds of we pretty much upload shit there, there every day as well as our Facebook you can look on uh, Twitter for think serverless you can go to all the pod catchers out there to catch a podcast and just search serverless thoughts and you'll find us or go to serverless and you will find our podcast there. Or you can go to soberlessthoughts at gmail.com to send us emails. Uh, if you want to send us something that's like, uh, I don't know, some kind of you got something you want us to talk about or you got something that you want us to drink. You got like some nasty ass fucking whiskey that you found in your grandfather's closet. And you're like, I want to see these guys drink this fucking horse shit. Yep. And uh, yes, send us an email and we'll probably go buy it and drink it. Pretty much. Because <laughs> that's because we're here to please. That's what right. we're saying. We're, you're damn right. We're here for you all. That's right. That's right. So, uh, Alex, what do we say when we get out of here? We like to say when you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out. Yeah.